Okay, folks, uh, sorry for the wrong intro music. Pastor Eli James here. This is Voice of Christian Israel. Today is uh, July 10th, 2022. And, of course, as usual, our guest is Pastor David Martins of South Africa. How are you doing today, Pastor Martins? Good evening, Pastor Eli, and also good evening to our listeners across the globe. Uh, Pastor, we currently have these um, electricity blackouts again rolling across the country, and at the moment I'm sitting in the dark, but at least I have sufficient uh, battery power to continue and to uh, hopefully complete this show this evening. Yes. Very well, thank you, Pastor. We've had some rain over the past um, 24 hours, which was very, um, which was, of course, very welcome in this part of the world. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah. And actually, I'm on my laptop as well because uh, of radiation issues in my home. And mine are the opposite of yours. I've got too much radiation. You don't have enough. All right. So, but yeah, uh, your your country, uh, South Africa. Is uh, uh, has been under the thumb of the ANC since 1994, and you know we were discussing this last time we met was now three weeks ago, how certain uh, yeah. uh, people from the Cape Dutch Afrikaner Edomite clan <laughs> have been posing as uh, as Israelite Boers, when in fact they are from the Edomite Cape Dutch. British Edomite faction and not related to Israel at all, correct? Yeah. In fact, um, have is um, uh, the the uh, Afrikaners have been manifesting themselves as very staunch Calvinistic uh, Judeo Christians, right? And of, um, with their own translations of the scriptures, they managed to uh, devise a means whereby a very strong stranglehold could be held on um, all the people in the country on the basis of what they called the scriptures. But of course, with all the uh, lies and deceptions that they have translated into the scriptures, their evil deeds have now uh, unraveled and exposed themselves of course, what we know is during the 1980s, it was the early 1980s, it was already decided by, by the Afrikaner Bruderbond that the um, uh, ANC would come to power, which of course was a preamble and a litmus test to see how the American people, the whites in America, would respond to the, um, not the election, but the positioning of the um posting of a man of color as president. Okay. And of course, Nelson Mandela was the, was the uh, trial on which that was uh, ex- exercised. And of course, uh, Nelson Mandela and uh, all the upper echelon of the ANC at the time in during the 1980s and early 90s was introduced and initiated into Freemasonry. 
But that was an experiment to see how the blacks would adapt to the principles and the um, ideologies of Freemasonry. But that had turned sour on the Cape Dutch Afrikaners, right? Because there was there was no follow on on the um, accruing of the Freemasonry into the younger echelons of the ANC, and right. that is where. The Afrikaner Freemasons have lost power, and um, of course the ANC has gone to the point where we are currently. Um, yeah. Pastor, the the that I wanted to say is that our uh, our parastatal utility ESCOM, which uh, generates the electricity across southern Africa, not just South Africa, South Africa's uh, or ESCOM is. Uh, supplying um, electricity to neighboring black states at a fraction of the cost that we are paying for yeah. in South Africa. The white man pays for everything. Worse than that, yes. Yeah. that the, black, the black townships have fallen in arrears with ESCOM uh, payment for their electricity over a number of years. And right. every time uh, they are... They are uh, they, their debt is written off against that which is generated from the white uh, cities and towns and municipalities. So that is how they they uh, operate. And of course, with so many whites having lost their work because of black economic power empowerment, right. it has become an even for the ANC to govern. Pastor, you will be surprised to see how the railway tracks, the railway Hardway has just disappeared from oh. South Africa's towns, <laughs> and they, they've pried it up they, and sold it to China, right? The railroad tracks, most probably, possibly, <laughs> because um, railway tracks disappeared. Uh, railway stations that, as um, a recent as five, six years ago, was still in use, right. have become dilapidated. Um, uh, um, well. Fortresses of, of um, marauders and uh, these, um, um, uh, what do you call them? Um, Raiders? Um, well, uh, not destitute people because uh, South Yo. Africa is inundated with, with uh, black Africans coming from yeah, as far afield as Sudan. Yeah, squatter camps. To find a better life. In- yeah. Yeah, um, despite everything, we, South Africa is still a better place for blacks to live, despite all of the squalor. Right? Exactly, Pastor. Okay. And, um, uh, of because white people actually Boston still run it. <laughs> right? Yeah. The blacks run it in name only. Exactly. Right, right. Okay, well, yeah, this is, uh, uh, this is really something. Have you heard, by the way, uh, there's a big furor here in America over the fact that in California, one of the local school districts took a girl out of the classroom and forcibly uh, made her undergo a sex change operation without parental consent. Without Whoa. parental consent. Well, yeah, yeah. your comment. Well, similar things are happening in South Africa. In fact, uh, one of the highlights currently on uh, Facebook and public, or rather on social media, 
is a youngster, young man that startled everybody with a blazing red dress that he <laughs> wore to his right. His it's school, <laughs> mate went to school. Right, and uh, of course that is totally within the um, new world order and the eugenics and the right um, liberal and the Jews, the Kazarian uh, yeah. Jews, the Kazarian mafia's agendas. Yes, and it's part of their worship of Baphomet, right? Exactly. Yeah, that yeah, Baphomet, uh, of course a dual sex um, object, of course. Uh, in, in the foreground, uh, he seems like Baphomet, but um, in the in reality, he is Satan. Yeah, right, of course. And, and he puts on the the uh, image or the mask of Baphomet, which is the goat head, uh, the uh, two Correct. breasts like a woman, and then down below he has uh, the genitals of males and females. And then the rest of his body is goat body, <laughs> right? That's that's the okay. The interesting thing is that these male genitals is entwined in uh, two curling snakes. <laughs> right. I didn't catch that. I guess I didn't look closely enough. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh. It perfectly resembles the uh, World Health Organ- Organization. Oh, there you go. As well as Aphrodite, um, um, symbol of so-called healing. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, who was the, so the ancient? It, it was, yeah, Greek god of Aesculapius, uh, es- right. if I'm pronouncing it correctly, was Aesculapius uh, was also a uh, you know a pagan god, right? So yeah, yeah. Yeah, so again, they're they're uh, flaunting Baphomet in our faces is what they're doing. Flaunting Baphomet exactly. in our faces. Because Baphomet is a hermaphroditic god, and that's what they're trying to do to us, trying to turn us into hermaphrodites. Having, well, of course, they'll never succeed, because there's no way you can make a male into a female or vice versa. You know, never in history has a male had a uterus uh, a vagina and uh, what do you call it? Uh, the, the 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 female uh, organs for producing seeds. Are you there? Yeah. Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah. And Hello. so uh, I can hear you fine, but uh, apparently you can't hear me. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, maybe I should try calling you. Can you hear me yet? Okay. Uh, uh, that was. That was just a drop-off on our network for a moment. Let's oh, okay. Uh, yeah. You mentioned that uh, no man has a uterus and, and, and uh, ovaries. tubes and, of course... And ovaries, yeah. No man has ever... And they can, they can cl- make all the claims they want. There has never been such a, uh, a specimen in the annals of biology. There is a very, very rare instance exactly. of a hermaphrodite... But I'm not aware that any such hermaphrodite has ever been able to uh, pr- produce both yeah, b- both male and female uh, uh, f- fertility. Put it that way. Okay. So, but this yeah. is this is the god that uh, people are worshiping today without realizing it. Yes, but Foster, uh, none of that um, hermaphrodite. 
have been able to procreate. That's right. It's just not possible for them to procreate. Yeah. And, and of course, uh, if one starts, if one uh, investigates the um, scripture closer, you will find that um, uh, those were even forbidden to enter into uh, Yahweh's presence. Yes. Yeah, uh, I'm just looking at a, a quick article here. Uh, simultaneous hermaphroditism. Uh, simultaneous her- hermaphroditism is clearly not restricted to only organisms occurring at low density, but more generally, this sexual system is expected to be stable whenever there is strong diminishing fitness returns on investment into one of the sex functions. I'm not sure if they are actually talking about larger mammals or whether they okay so this is sex patterns in fishes okay so i'm not aware that there is any such specimen in the human category that has ever had the gonads of both male and female and has the has had the ability to procreate Uh, it would take a lot of research to find out if such a thing has ever happened but baphomet is clearly the symbolism by which the Jew world order is trying to uh, herd us <laughs> into their satanic corral, right? That's exactly what's going on, okay? So anyway, uh, that's uh, – so anybody uh, – only, only college students and now grade school students are being brainwashed with this nonsense that you can actually change your gender, it's absolute nonsense, but children in go- in school don't know any better, and you know the powers that be, namely the international Jew, have taken upon themselves to brainwash our children in this fashion. If Americans don't wake up and realize that this is satanic in origin, and start fighting back, then all their children are going to be lost. You know, the good thing is uh, I see signs of people beginning yeah. to fight back. In, uh, in American uh, schools, challenging the authority of the school boards and the garbage that they teach, right? But uh, this is going to take a major effort on the part of Christians here in America to mm-hmm. undo all this damage, a major effort, okay? Uh, Pastor, yes. Pastor, one of the things that I've been teaching um, over the past eight years is that the only way out of this for the Boers was one of the revelations that the angel had made to me. You will recall I was very involved with uh, uh, um, with, with uh, uh, Sunit Bridges right. uh, red balloon event, remember? Oh, yeah. Uh, that yeah. was way back in 2013. Right. Um, I was very much involved with uh, taking on Nuffat, etc. Yeah. And, uh... With the visitation of the angel, one of the questions that I posed to the angel was relating to the murderer and the murdering of the farmers on the farms. Right. And also the murdering of Boers. White farmers. On, uh, in the cities and towns. Yes. And the angel gave me a very clear indication to... Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. The angel gave me very clear indication as to the fact that Yahweh has given the prophet Obadiah, uh-huh. and that I should not, I should not be concerned with getting the Boers together to fight. 
but rather for the Boers to get together and do the humblings in terms of his terms, conditions, and um, yeah, um, uh, yeah, his terms and conditions. And there was another one. Uh, um, uh, Second uh, Chronicles seven fourteen. Second Chronicles seven fourteen states, "If my people will humble themselves, then will I heal them." Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Please continue. Now, well, there's there's a lot between that. If my people will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, right, <laughs> and re- repent or um, uh, to, to basically acknowledge their sins and turn away and 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 uh, uh, um, repent of their sins and turn away from their evil ways. Yes. Then I will hear. I will heal their land. But the the particular scripture that was given me from 2019 was Deuteronomy 20, uh, 28, 29, and 30. With 30, giving in the first six verses, giving the only solution that Father Yahweh actually will accept in terms of restoring the land to his people. Okay. And, of course, restoring his people out of slavery that we have been for yes. the past nearly 10 generations. Yes, the Boer people, yes. And the world since uh, since the Napoleonic Wars when the uh, uh, fractional reserve banking system has ruled the world ever since, right? So we're all in that slavery. But yeah, so uh, yeah, yeah. and what do those verses say? Do you have those handy? Or should I look them up? Deuteronomy... Uh, uh, uh. Revelation, uh, sorry, in Deuteronomy 30. Okay. Yes, De- I can quickly accept that pastor will be with, uh, I will have that available within the next uh, few seconds. Yes. And uh, it's something, of course, I, I, I know it's off uh, by heart in, in uh, Afrikaans. Right. But uh, in it, 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 it's, um, if, if I can read it, and I'm going to read it from the King James, which is most probably the most popular. Okay. Um, I'm just waiting for that to open on my east ward. Um, and I can read that uh, from Deuteronomy uh, verse 30. Um, uh, sorry, verse 130, verse 1, uh, right up to, let me just get to King James. And uh, I have that right there. Oh, okay. And... and and it shall come to pass when all these things are come upon thee. Now, those things that um, that uh, Moses refers to here, in fact, that Yahweh refers to here, is that which is given in Deuteronomy 28 and 29. Yes. When all these things are come upon thee, the blessing and the curse which I have set before thee, and thou shalt call them to mind among the, all the nations whither uh, the Lord thy God have driven thee. I shall rather say whither Yahweh thine Elohim has driven thee. Yes. And shall return unto Yahweh thy Elohim, and shall obey his voice according to all that I command thee this day. Thou and thy children, with all thine hearts and with all thy soul, that then the Lord, uh, Yahweh thine Elohim, will turn thy captivity 
and have compassion upon thee and will return and gather thee from all the nations, whether the Yahweh thy Elohim had scattered thee. Yes. Now okay. Yeah. That means that is a humbling and a, um, and then verse 4, if any of thine be driven out unto the utmost parts of heaven, from thence will Yahweh thy Elohim gather thee, and from thence will he fetch thee. And Yahweh thy Elohim will bring thee into the land which thy fathers possessed, and shalt possess it, and he shall do thee good, and multiply thee above thy fathers. Okay. And Yahweh thy Elohim will circumcise thine heart and the heart of thy seed to love Yahweh thy Elohim with all thine heart and with all thy soul that thou mayest live. And here is very important, and Yahweh thy Elohim will put all these curses upon thine enemies and on them that hate thee which persecuted thee. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. Because <laughs> right now the curse is upon us because we refuse to obey his laws. Absolutely. And and if you read through Deuteronomy 28, um, oh. you have from, I think, verse 13 or verse 14, whatever you read beyond that had been the history and the yeah. um, earlier history of the world um, while they their pregenitors or their um, uh, forefathers had experienced in Europe um, uh, fleeing from the east to the west, from the west to the eastern parts of uh, Europe, to the northern parts, to the southern parts, wherever they were persecuted and um, burnt at the stakes and beheaded and um, ostracized and marginalized, they they were forever on the move until the time when the Dutch East Indian Company was formed and they fled to the southern, the uttermost part of the continent of Africa. And also your ancestors, your yeah. um, nears. Uh, the Danube Swabians. Yes. Right. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, well, my ancestors were uh, part of the Catholic, the Roman Catholic Empire. So, uh, and then uh, when communism came, they moved uh, toward Western Germany, and uh, that's where I was born. But still the same people, the Danube Swabians uh, uh, of Judah and Simeon, okay? So, but here, let's go into, uh, let's go into the document of uh, uh, Cedar Van Rensburg, and uh, right now, in, uh, we talked last time we got together about the man in the brown suit. Okay, and uh, we had talked about the the uh, development of the National Party, which is uh, basically the uh, Cape Dutch Afrikaners masquerading as Boer people and presuming to speak in the name of the Boer people. And the man in the brown suit was uh, a clean-shaven man, and I forget who you identified that who that person was. Martinez from Scotland. For Skullkype, okay, yeah, and I had actually posted a pic- picture of him uh, in the chat room uh, last time to show the people who he is. But after this, uh, the 
the vision, again, it turns to, to a point where Germany will come to the aid of South Africa, the Boer people, okay, and the Boer people will engage in uh, a rebellion against the current leadership, aided by Germany. Yeah. So, uh, and we have said yeah, several times. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I have reason to believe that the ANC is very close to a total demise. Okay. And that is because of the tremendous amount of corruption. In fact, um, I think it would be tomorrow or next Monday. Um, the ANC have uh, waged, uh, or they have advertised that they are going to wage a full-out um, uh, head-on collision with the ANC's Cyril Ramaphosa. Oh, wow. Uh, they want him out. Okay. Yeah, there's a, lot, there's a lot of talk of a major confrontation against or between the ANC and Cyril Ramaphosa. Because of the corruption, do you know anything about the um, massive amount of American dollars that Cyril Ramaphosa had stashed away on one of his farms? Oh, no. And, <laughs> no wonder we uh, have such high inflation. He's spending it. Well, he's hoarding it, boss. Yeah, he, he has, has been. Right. Um, the, the surprise is that... Um, it was all in American dollars that wow. he stashed away. Somebody had, had broken in on uh, into his farm uh-huh. and had stolen, I think, something like one point two billion. Oh my goodness! Um, <laughs> one point two billion. Wow! And this is a level of corruption. Now, where did they get these American dollars from? Right? Uh, was he uh, being? Pastor, Go ahead. It's from wheeling and dealing. You must remember that politicians negotiate foreign exchange between their country and other countries in exchange for privileges. And those privileges, which also includes commissions to those politicians who negotiate these. Well, what is happening is that South African products get sold... um, at inflated prices overseas, okay, but the local market is deprived of the products that are being pro- produced locally, right. and of right. course, that that leads to a situation where products from overseas must be imported to make uh, make up for the shortfall of the yes. local available production of local products. Well, that's called the global course, economy, right? right? Yeah, local products made locally aren't even available to the locals. <laughs> yeah, please continue. Yeah. Well, to give you an idea, South African fuel that is produced and, and uh, 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 refined in South Africa gets sold at a fraction of the cost in Australia. Okay, wow, yeah. Yeah, so then they sell, they make a huge profit when they sell that on the international market. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, Pastor. In fact, um, we're we sitting with a situation where um, South African government, just in taxes on and levies on fuel, makes something like 130% profit just on levies and taxes. Wow. And yeah. the economy, of course, is. 
is um, is mulled and and uh, stamped into the ground. In fact, small businesses have we're getting to the point where small business businesses will cease to right. Yeah. yeah. Africa. Yeah. Well, Only I mean, large corporations yes. that control the prices alive. Well, yeah, this will be the continuation of the global lockdown. Oh, no. Yeah, no, uh, I think they had to cease the global lockdown temporarily because their own corporations were being affected. Okay, uh, Amazon oh, and uh, I, we could hear you. We could hear you, Pastor. Uh, the uh, global corporations, including Amazon, took a, like a sixty percent dive in the stock market re- recently, and so they had to uh, you know, cease the lockdown so that that these corporations could recuperate, all right, before they continue the lockdown globally. Uh, so this is not going as planned, and uh, it's going to be a real problem. Okay, so can you hear me, Pastor? Can you hear me? Okay, it sounds like uh, Pastor Martin's... Uh, now, he may be experiencing a problem. Uh, yeah. Go uh, ahead. Are you back? Also, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing you very broken up. Um, okay. Yeah, you're probably... Yeah, will you try and give me a call um, on... Um, yeah, I'll call you. Yeah, I'll call you. All right. All right, hold on, folks. Uh, we just have to reconnect our call. And uh, in the meantime... Uh, I'm going to uh, start reading from the passage that uh, pertains to our current situation. Uh, it's obvious that the global lockdown has created a, a social mess all over the world. And uh, very, very few people understand that it's all top down from the United Nations down. And, you know, their slogan is uh, think globally. Act locally. That's the uh, slogan they go by. But what what that really means is obey your lords and masters, the Rothschilds. Okay, Pastor Martin is ringing. The person you are trying to reach ah. is currently unavailable. All right, so he's going to leave a message after the tone. <laughs> All right, he's going to have to call me as he did earlier. He's going to have to call me. Maybe we can get connected. But as he said at the start of the show. He, his, uh, he's using reserve battery power because the electrical grid in his part of the world is uh, experiencing rolling blackouts. So it's possible that his battery is just not capable of producing enough energy at this point to uh, continue broadcasting. So what I'll do is I'll just go to the passages. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. He's calling me. Let's see if we get connected again. Okay, I see the circle is still turning, which means we're not quite connected. All right, can you hear me, Pastor? I think we're good now. Yes. Okay. I can, I can just about hear you. Yeah, right. I, I, your battery may be running low. Yeah. So here, let me go into the document, which I was just about to read from. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I don't know if we're still connected. Well, here, let me go ahead and read it. And this is after the uh, clean-shaven man in the brown suit. So there's this episode that talks about a 
a coming collision, a, a coming rebirth of the South African, of the Boer people. And this is under the heading, Merino Rams and Blue Letters. In March 1955, Mr. Boy Musman wrote a letter to Die Volksblad relating to what the seer had told him about four important events which still had to be fulfilled and when they could be expected to do so. One, great war troubles which would plunge the country into chaos. Two, a brown-suited man who would unite the nation again. So, I don't, But I don't think it would, this is the same person because if that person is the head of the... Uh, you know, the Cape Dutch Afrikaners, there's no way the Boer people could be liberated under such a person. Three, a coup d'etat, all right? And four, total freedom and prosperity for the Afrikaner. So this is what uh, Mr. Uh, Van Rensburg is foreseeing. So I think this brown-suited man in this phrase, uh, in this part of the vision, is not the same as the clean-shaven man in a brown suit. This is somebody else. This would have to be a bore. This would absolutely have to be a bore in order for this, such a turnaround to happen. So, But we can see for sure great war troubles would plunge the country into, uh, into chaos. And, of course, the, the 1994... Uh, battle between the ANC and the Boer nation, and in fact, the internal chaos. We have to call it civil war. A civil war occurred in South Africa because of the fact that the Afrikaners, the Cape Dutch Afrikaners, put Nelson Mandela in power, and the Boer have been subject to this internal war ever since. Okay, this is how I would interpret it, and I guess the we have lost Pastor Martin's... Oh, there you are. Okay. So uh, your comment uh, on these four aspects of the vision, did you hear them? Huh? Yeah. Hello? Uh, also something that... Um, uh, can you hear me? Yes. Uh, something that uh, people don't realize is that the words, the words, Stripped of any authority even over their own society. The first of May 1910. The, the, the words had their faith traveled into the uh, during the second Afrikaner war against the Boers. Yes. Because they, they managed by by, um, by um, uh, uh, I just want to get the right word by um, also young Hofmeier and Cecil John Rhodes right. conspiring with the Rothschilds in, in, in 1897. They managed, the Rothschilds managed to drive the British government and the, the crown or the, uh, uh, the, the, the uh, monarchy onto the, or into a state where they were on the verge of bankruptcy. Right. And because the the um, the uh, government or the uh, parliament refused to get into a war a second time against the Boers, right? But because the Rothschilds had been given a free hand onto the the gold and the diamonds that had been discovered, right? The Rothschilds then had a 
in interest in <laughs> gaining right in, in gaining i support for not support but i enforcement of yes. forcing the british government into the war against the boers even well to the point where even queen victoria publicly announced that the war against the boers the second end of boer war she announced or she actually mentioned it in a public speech okay that this is not the that we wanted to be involved in it was not my decision um that i wanted the the treasures of the boer republics but it was the rothschilds who wanted the the, the treasures of the boer republics that had been presented to them by the cape dutch afrikaners and right. in particular by ons van hofmeyer Now, Cecil John Rhodes, we, we all know, was a very close friend of Onse Jan Hofmeyer. They had co-operated in, um, in politics in order to get Cecil John Rhodes uh, appointed as the governor of the Cape Colony. Wow. The British Cape Colony, John Rhodes, became the governor. Okay. By virtue of the, the, the uh, promoting of... Um, of Cecil John Rhodes by Onsian Hofmeyer and the Freemasonry yeah. societies in the Cape, as well as the newspapers that they had total control of. Right. Just like Herod was appointed by so, the Romans, <laughs> right? Exactly. History repeating itself. Now, something else that must also be said is that the Boers, because the Boers had been subjugated to the Cape Dutch Afrikaners, even enforced assimilation of the Afrikaners, the Boers didn't realize that they were, in fact, um, the laborers and the uh, the kick dog of the Cape Dutch Afrikaners. Right. Whenever, whenever anything went wrong, uh, the Boers were to blame because the Boers could not stand together. Right. And that is even their key to this day. Yes. But what people don't realize also is that the Boers were the ones that were sent to the two world wars, World War One and World War Two. It were the Boer's sons that were sent to the right. frontiers of the war, while the Cape Dutch Afrikaner sons were enrolled into universities to go and prepare themselves as managers, yeah. middle management and top-level management for those Boers that returned from the wars. Right. In other words, it was... Still an enslavement, but because the Boers were not entitled, but they were uh, driven to a state of slavery where they thought they had this freedom. Right. They could buy houses and they could buy cars and whatever. Yeah. And they were given the the all the lab the labor requiring jobs, like building railway tracks. Right. Uh, digging of railway tunnels, the building of the roads, the building of the dams, all the dangerous tasks right. were a, yeah. a lot of growth. And then they could only get that job. They could only successfully apply for a position even as a, um, a railway track player. They could only get that particular position if they had... And, and a testimony, a letter of testimony from the local... Calvinistic yeah, Church, Dutch Afrikaners Church, right? Minister. Yeah, if the minister couldn't 
didn't want to give him a, a testimony. He couldn't get a job. Approval, he could yeah. not have that job. That's like not, not being able to get a job without a shot. <laughs> right? So how many times have the Jews used this gambit against us? Okay. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, what, what also said is that you will remember I've mentioned it on a number of occasions that after 1910 was a state capture of the Boer republics by the escaped Dutch, either my Jewish um, Afrikaners, the Boers were disowned from their lands. They were disowned from their farms. They were disowned from their houses. And those farms and houses were given to the great Dutch who were also uh, glorified or um, they were honored as soldiers of the queen because of their participation in uh-huh. the, not just the subjugation of the Boers, but the murder of more than 34,000 Boer children and more than 4,000 Boer women. Right. Now, right. I see that um, in this this particular uh, um, this book or this uh, um, uh, writing by uh, Willie Martin, he mentions 22,000 Boer children murdered, but it was more than 34,000. And I have reason to believe that it is even beyond 40,000 Boer children that were murdered. Right. However, what we see today is that take that Afrikaners claim that it was their wives and their children that were murdered. It was their ch- uh, women and children that were incarcerated in the concentration camps. It was, they were the, the 1914 rebellion was uh, an Afrikaner rebellion and not a Boer rebellion. So it is an identity, uh, uh, identity capture or a hijacking of the identity of the Boers in exactly the same way as the Jews, these Edomite Jews, the uh, deceptive um, viper seed of the descendancy of Esau, right. that as they hide the identity of, of the house of Jacob, and in particular, the two southern tribes, the house of Yehuda, as Jews, because it, they concatenated Yehuda, removing Yah from Yehuda became Judah, and of course, Jew became the shortened form of Judah. Right. right. And that was what they captured in identity theft of the house of Jacob. Amen. It's a, a language trick. <laughs> it's a trick of language. But here, let me read the vision here. As uh, described, I, th- I think this is by uh, the seer's granddaughter, it says this, Our parliament is in session. It has rained, and the grass is green. Then it becomes white and dry. And when the grass becomes green the second time, the Germans will land in German West, meaning German West Africa, I presume. Then three blue letters arrive in parliament. The Merino Rams, ministers and or cabinet members, stand with their heads together, planning and legislating. When the first blue letter arrives, the Merinos become shifty. A second blue letter arrives and they begin jumping around, and with the third blue letter, they scatter and flee from the Cape. I see the MPs rushing home as they now appear as wild Muscovy ducks. Okay, so right now, 
it, it seems to be that the war in Ukraine between Ukraine and Russia is escalating. And uh, somebody put out a video saying that NATO intends to get involved in the war. I would think that Germany would balk. Exactly. I think that Germany would balk at such a, pro- such a proposition, given their experience in World War II. I don't think the German people want anything to do with another war. So, and then it, it yes, says, exactly. go ahead, go ahead. Uh, tell us what you think here. The Scandinavian countries have also now joined NATO, which they wasn't, weren't part of before. Right. And they are willing to actually sacrifice some of their young men Ugh. to go to the war against Russia. Right. Yeah. So it really looks like they, they are planning a war because, you know, our enemy doesn't care for human life. They don't have any sympathy for people at all, including their own that uh, they are willing to throw the planet into a war you know, uh, in that area. But I've, I've said it many times, it's not going to be a nuclear war because Russia and uh, Iran and uh, virtually all countries now have EMP weapons, which are designed to neutralize the most sophisticated electronic weapons, such as satellites and uh, helicopters and jet planes. Those types of uh, and missiles, those types of weapons are easily neutralized by these electromagnetic pulse weapons. So it's not going to be a nuclear war. It's going to be total war, conventional style with armies, tanks, helicopters, that sort of thing, and people just dying on the ground. Okay, old-fashioned war style, right? That's what I see happening. And so uh, who would these ministers be who are going to flee, and uh, you know, do you see, like I just tried to explain, that Germany might actually come to the aid of the Boer people in their revolution against the ANC? Uh, Pastor, yes. Um, in fact, um, you will recall I mentioned that the railway line was already rebuilt and opened again only recently. Okay. You will also remember that I mentioned that um, uh, individuals in Germany that I've spoken to myself have stated again and again that they honored the agreement that was drafted between um, General Mani Maritz, whom we had the privilege of meeting with his son, and that they honor this agreement that okay. was uh, actually it's not just an agreement it was more than an agreement it's a treaty uh, of right? the, uh, a treaty that was signed between the Boers and the, uh, the no, German uh, government the, the, uh, both both the Cape Dutch of Afrikaners as well as the AMC are in an absolute fear uh-huh. of this treaty being and executed by the Germans. I see. Yes, yeah, it could very well be then. So uh, let's continue here. It says, because the seer saw blue as the German color, the blue letters indicate this as a sign that sooner or later there could be direct German intervention in the affairs of South Africa. It runs concurrently with the presence of German warships in Luderlitz at that stage. The quote, the consequences will be war. There is no government in the country, and total chaos and mayhem will be the order of the day 
Unquote. Where is Luderlitz? Luderitz is um, on the west coast of um, South Africa. Okay. Um, and it's a, a, um, it, it was a, a very prominent harbor earlier on in during the uh, early days of um, mining diamonds, etc. Uh-huh. However, it's... Um, it dilapidated over a period of time, and in recent times, it has been vastly uh, renovated, and uh, it's a very popular destination even for people to go and holiday. Okay. But the railway line that was covered by sand dunes of a Namib desert um, has been cleared uh, in places, rebuilt, and opened only recently. Okay. Or reopened for railway track. Right. Now, does that lead to Luderlitz? That railway line? Uh, from from Luderitz Bay, it's um, a harbor, uh, right down to Priska, I think. The um, railway line um, has been opened, and the railway lines, or the railway, um, the, the, the trains regularly use this railway line currently. Okay. So, th- so this, and, and he foresaw that this railway line would be reopened, and it indeed has. So, wow. I mean, if this prophecy that Germany would get involved in the protection of the Boer people, this would be absolutely astounding, <laughs> right? And it would prove Senator van Rensburg to be an absolute prophet, second only to um, some, some I, of the biblical prophets. Yeah, go ahead. I can recall uh, fairly recently Somebody mentioned that there were uh, German um, vessels, warships, that visited Ludwig in a friendly uh, visitation to the the Ludwig's harbor. How long ago? Uh, I I cannot recall how long ago it was. Okay. Um, uh, I, I, I want to see if I can actually trace anything of this um, in the news. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think uh, you're right that the uh, International Jew and the ANP, AN- yeah, ANC and the Cape Dutch Afrikaners live in absolute fear of such a development taking place. But I can see also because Germany has taken the lead against COVID internationally uh, with lawsuits uh, in, in action and, and more lawsuits pending. And uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the German doctor slash lawyer who speaks very English very, very well and has, uh, has filed lawsuits here in America as well, that uh, these lawsuits are causing a lot of trouble for the New World Order and their COVID, uh, you know, their COVID plans. Okay, and uh, Germany is taking the lead in anti-COVID. Let me put it this way. Honest doctors opposing COVID, right? Germany has taken the lead in that. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, Honest doctors um, opposing the the, the Kazarian mafia with the um, use of COVID as an excuse to exterminate the world. Amen. Amen. And, and they, these are the words that they actually use. They're, they're very, you know, uh, clearly descriptive words that COVID is an attempt to uh, genocide populations. This is what they're saying. 
Okay, mm. and uh, you know the American press isn't willing to say anything like that. <laughs> American doctors aren't willing to say anything like that. All right, but we know that's what's happening. Okay, so this is this is incredible. Okay, so German ships have been seen at Luderlitz in recent times. Okay, so now but here we're going to have to disagree a little bit with the wording here. This intervention will be to the benefit of the Afrikaner, I'm sure she means the Boer, but it will cause serious problems for the government. As the arrival of the first letter will start putting pressure on it to give in to certain demands. So, will the ANC Um, receive such a demand letter from Germany? Also, something that must be added about the um, mention of uh, Sia von Rensburg as Afrikaner. Uh-huh. Uh, one must remember that after the after the Second Anglo-Boer War, uh, and especially after the um, the the hijacking of the Boer Republics in 1910, there was such a tremendous uh, pressure and a uh, uh, denouncement of Boer, then even the name Boer Ooh. was a swear word. Ah. Many, many Boers actually um, entered their children into English schools to get uh-huh. away from the children being harassed by Afrikaner teachers and Afrikaner principals uh, and Afrikaner friends or mates. Okay. So this is um, why his so, granddaughter is using uh, the term Afrikaner instead of Boer. And then also, after the 1914 rebellion, even more so, the term Boer had become like a swear word. If you called yourself a Boer, you were exposing yourself for a total uh, abuse by the Afrikaners because you had been identified or you would be identified as an anti-Afrikaner, an anti um uh, uh, Dutch Reformed Church and right. anti-Calvinist and anti-so-called um, world order that um, the Calvinistic um, uh, Judeo-Christianity brought into South Africa and the Boer Republics. Right. Yeah. Well, we have the same thing here. White people who voted for Donald Trump are called Nazis by by the left and by the yeah. mainstream media. Right. So uh, white has become a dirty word, just as boar has mm. become a dirty word, okay? So uh, this, uh, this, this is becoming more profound by the minute as we see. Now, uh, we're awaiting this first letter, which apparently will be sent to the ANC, if it still exists, or whoever is in power at the time, a letter from Germany, okay? Yeah, uh- I, I would think, Pastor, that um, there was also a, a prophecy by Sia von Rensburg about the so-called Dürrenbosch-Regierung, the Thornbush government. Okay. Right. Now, I have reason to believe that the Thornbush government was actually the Cape Dutch Afrikaners in the background pulling the strings on their puppet government, right. which was... Um, in, in, in the public's view, a black so-called uh, ANC uh-huh. government. Very good. Uh, that that puppet uh, or the, the uh, Thornbush government, 
I have reason to believe will come into the foreground. There is already a move by political parties, African political parties like the HNP, the Hechtigte Nationale Partij, and the so-called Freedom Front Party. Yes. Um, it is, uh, and then also with the Afrikaner Bruderbond, and in, in particular, Solidarity, this um, uh, um, flagship organization of the Cape Dutch Afrikaners that is um, most probably the most active at the moment in uh, executing the 1854 uh-huh. conspiracy against the Boers to annihilate the Boers because right. the Solidarity Afrikaner Forum okay. is, is for All right. that. We, ha- we have less than two minutes left. So from what you're saying and uh, from the Thornbush government, I can see that certain Germans possibly still in the German government knowing the uh, the heritage, the common heritage of the German people and the Boer people would highly resent the genocide that's occurring now in South Africa. And they have probably been wanting to act, but have been able to do so because of the New World Order. But as the New World, because right now we're seeing the global economy collapsing, and I, I really don't think that Germany will want to get involved in the war in Ukraine. So Germany may simply bow out of that and uh, start supporting the Boer people, uh, you know, behind the scenes or not, not quite publicly, as we're talking about right now. So this, yeah, so the Thornbush government would be led, and the description is that these ministers will put their heads together and uh, t- try to uh, probably, you know, try to resist the letters from Germany, but the second letter will be more demanding, and the third letter will find them scattering and leaving and leaving the country. Are we talking about yeah, Freemasons? They, okay. Well, first, different Freemasons, but uh, in particular, um, this, uh, you, you must realize that the ANC, Less than a minute, fact, sir. has no executive they have no executive powers. In fact, they have uh, proven themselves to be marauders, in fact, to be yes. uh, um, uh, thieves and robbers. It yes. is a, a gang of robbers more than anything else. Right, okay. And of course, this is ideal for creating. Yeah, chaos. okay. Yeah, we'll, chaos. Have, to, we'll have to leave it at that. Yeah. yeah, we'll pick it up next week. Thank you very much. Praise the Pass the ammunition. Thank you, everybody. Bye bye. Thank you, Pastor. Okay. Praise Yahweh. Praise Yahweh. All right. So we got the gist of it out, and we'll pick it up next week. Yeah.